Hello and welcome to the Better Business Podcast, the podcast that helps you improve your family-owned retail business. My name is Steve Cook. I'm a third-generation business owner, and with the things I've learned and talk about on this show, I've taken my family's retail business to over $10 million in sales. Now let's get to the show. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Better Business Podcast. I am your host, as always, Steve Cook, and my guest today is J.V. Crumb III. He became a self-made millionaire in his 20s, and he is now a best-selling author, a licensed attorney, a serial entrepreneur, a Huffington Post columnist on conscious business, and he is the host of the Conscious Millionaire podcast, which Inc. Magazine ranked as a top 13 business podcast and boasts over 12 million listeners. He's also the founder and CEO of Conscious Millionaire Institute, LLC, and a global entrepreneur business coaching, training, and wealth product business. JV, uh, we are here specifically today to talk about your first million masterclass and kind of what that entails and and talk about how someone can make their first million. Talk to me about your inspiration for that class. Yeah, so, you know, it actually starts back when I was five. I was planning this masterclass so long ago. Uh, So I went around the neighborhood literally knocking on doors to announce to the world And you think about the process, because this is exactly what I tell a client to do. Declare it. Say it to the world. I went knocking on doors to declare that I was going to be a millionaire. And I'm sure that these little old ladies and everything just kind of rolled their eyes and it was kind of, we'd smirk at each other, you know, like, oh, little James is going to be a millionaire. None of this, like, fazed me because I don't think I even understood what was going on. But uh, I started from that moment forward. I never doubted it. I was like, I'm going to be a millionaire when I grow up. So... I made a commitment. And when I'm working with clients, that's the first thing I get people to do in the first million masterclass. I get people to make commitments all the way through it about what they really want and what they're going to achieve because I found that when you commit in your mind, you know, it's so much different because people go, oh, I'm I'm interested in being rich. I assure you I've never met a single person who was interested in being rich that ever got rich. And then they'll say, well, I want this goal. And that's where most people stay. That's the level they're at. And I ask people, you know, if you were to add up all your goals for last year, do you think you accomplished 50% of them? 25%? I don't think most people even accomplish 25% of their goals because want still is in the category of hope and dream and try. try. Oh, my gosh. Yoda has it right. Do or don't do. This, this try stuff won't work at all. Yoda had that figured out, right? And it's like, that's how people live. Oh, I'll, I want to get to this, or I'll be, I, I run groups and people will say, and they all know what I'm going to do because I'm going to correct the, correct the uh, not the English, correct the words that aren't communicating to their mind exactly what it is that they're committed to. And they'll go, oh, I'd love, I go, what are you, you going to accomplish this week? Oh, I'd love to get three new clients. Okay, well, that's not going to happen. So let's talk about how we, how we can make it happen. What happens if you commit? Because all of a sudden you're at a different energy level. If, and you think about losing weight, because that's one I can relate to. Half the people in this country have been on 12 diets at least, and that's <laughs> before 30. Is like, oh, I want to lose this 10 pounds or this 20 pounds. No, you know that never happens. 
But when you get committed, all of a sudden, all the, ex all the exit doors are closed. You don't have an excuse door. When you're in the interested, you're not even yet moving forward. But when you're in the want, you're moving forward, but your mind has so many trap doors in it that are called excuses. Hmm. Because you have given yourself permission to come up with a no excuse today. You know, and worse, somebody else did it to you. Oh, God, this happened and it distracted me. I go, wait, wait, hold on. That happened and I chose to distract myself. So because once we start taking responsibility for what is it that we really want to accomplish, what do we really want to achieve, and we get committed, all of a sudden people start achieving at a much higher level. And it's consistent, you know, moment after moment after moment. To be a millionaire is they have to be committed. And then they're committed to a journey, not just an outcome. Because becoming a millionaire is a journey. And it's one that hopefully you're going to enjoy because you do it in a way that you actually have one success step after another success step. What do you think the biggest battle is that most young entrepreneurs or I guess aspiring entrepreneurs that don't necessarily have to be young, what do you think the biggest battle is to them getting their first million? And, and I guess to define this a little bit, JV, I mean, are, do you mostly refer to their first million as their net worth is a million, they get a million dollars in sales that year? I mean, or does it, I mean, does it even matter? Yeah, well, you're asking the right question there. There's actually three first millions, but if I were to try to put that in a promo, it, people's <laughs> eyes would close over. Okay, and this is the order in which they happen because most of the people I work with are some kind of service provider, and that's 70% of the businesses in this country. You know, they may be an entrepreneur with some kind of a service uh, that may be, include, you know, all kinds of digital things like different courses, et cetera. Uh, they could be a coach, they could be a service provider, they could be uh, someone who's a real estate agent. The, and we'll come back to that because there's a particular type of people that I The service people, uh, this is definitely true for. The first first million is to get to a million in revenue. Mm -hmm. The second first million is actually to become worth a million dollars, your first millionaire value. The third is to, to a million in profit, because when you get to a million mm. in profit, and if you're a service business, there's usually not a lot of depreciation. So your profit and your cash flow will very frequently be very similar. And especially if you're on a cash basis, we won't bother everybody with that, but I'm a tax attorney, so we'll just say <laughs> ca cash basis and leave it alone. Um, but most people are shocked that, oh, I can be worth a million dollars and I don't have to have a million profit? And I'm going, no, because the, the most traditional value is the, the lowest value you're gonna get. So it's not how you wanna sell it. But it, you know, typical service businesses are typically on the low end valued two to three times their cash flow. Mm. So if you're at three, 400, three to 500,000 in profit or cash flow, your business is worth a million dollars. It's a whole nother conversation as to how you really want to value it. But at a minimum, so it's first million in revenue, first million in net worth, first million in profit. And by the time you get the first million in profit, you're probably worth two or three million at least. Sure. 
And and what do you think the biggest struggle is getting to really I- any of those thresholds? But certainly the first right. one, I, I believe the statistic, it's something staggering. I think it's like 96% of businesses um, do less than a million dollars a year in revenue or something similar to that. Well, you're, you are right on because, uh, because I'm trained in tax law. I actually went to the IRS files and searched through them as to what people were filing on their tax returns. Well, and the, and here's what I found. Now this, it was that about 90% of businesses that are started never reach 100,000 in revenue. Oh, wow. Only 10% get there. That's what I discovered. You go to different sources, you're gonna get different numbers, but they're all gonna be somewhere in the same neighborhood. So, but here's the good news. If 10% get to 100,000 and 4%, because 96% don't, get to a million, what that really means is if you could get to that first 100,000, you've got a 40% shot at getting mm. to the first million. That it's the, the hurt, that first 100,000 is a big hurdle. And if you get to 250,000 in revenue, man, I can fix your company pretty quickly because mm. you just have a model that's not really refined. It's not built for growth yet because you can, you certainly, most people get to the first time they get to 100,000 they kind of hustled their way there. Yeah. You know, one month they didn't have any revenue, another month they found 20 or 30,000 in revenue, but they're hustling. They don't have a refined offer, a clear market, a clear problem. They're, it's muddled, it's not clear. By the time you get to 250, it's starting to clarify, but they don't have good systems in place. Um, they still need to redo the offer, and now they, get, they need to get in growth mode. A lot of times people talk about, oh, I'm going to scale, and that is not a six-figure concept to me. Six figures about figuring out how to grow. Mm. Then you're going to scale from one to two to three to five to ten million because now you have a growth model, and now you're going to figure out how to leverage it quickly and move move rapidly in terms of your revenue and profit. That's what real scaling is about. So just like a stage that a person would go through in their life is very similar to how a business would go through a stage in business. So I guess kind of what you're saying is the first part of that someone has to figure out is kind of their idea and what they're selling and that type of thing. Then it's about it's, systems it's very, and things like that. And you can kind of identify well, the their first issues. Hundred, first hundred thousand, I've analyzed a lot. I've worked with so many people. I can tell you the number one problem people have in not getting to the hundred thousand and it's consistent. And instead of them doing what I say, you've gotta be consciously, conscious focused action is my wealth model. You gotta be conscious of that outcome that you're going for in 30 days and six days, whatever it is. I like to have a new outcome for every 30 days, even though you've got a 12 month one, and then only take focused actions designed to get you to this measurable, specific date oriented outcome. That is not what most people are doing. Most people, honestly, are going after as many as 10 number one priorities. And I go, well, here's the deal. You can only have one number one priority, but they're going Mm -hmm. after 10. Now, it's understandable how that happens because the truth is, even at at the initial level, one of the gifts that we as people who call ourselves entrepreneurs all have is that we come up with some really great ideas. The problem is we can't manifest all of them simultaneously. And that's where the people who are under the 100 and never get there is they spin their wheels 
trying to do multiple things. I actually have people come to me. I had one person that is just coming to mind, came to me. I looked at their website and I go, oh my God. They actually had four different markets with four different problems that, on, this, on the home page. And I said, what are you doing? And I said, well, we figured we'd put them all up there and then when somebody comes, whichever one gets clicked on the most, that's what we'd build. And I said, well, here's the problem. Nobody's gonna click on any of them because they're so confused. They're just gonna leave when you're presenting four completely different businesses on the home page. Now that's an extreme <laughs> example, but that's what's going on with people who don't get to the hundred. People who get to the hundred, my gosh, you can get there in six, 12 months. Yeah. And now you can start growing because your next milestone is 250 and then 500 and then 750 and then a million. And people who get laser focused start moving through those steps much faster. And people who are trying to do multiple markets, multiple problems, multiple solutions. And I go, you can get to a million with one product. You just have to know the right product that's really gonna get the attention and be the right offer for that one market that you're gonna work with. And, and you look at companies that have scaled like lead pages or click funnels, you know, those are ones I just bring up because people know them. Almost any company that you can think of that scales pretty quickly, they only offer one thing to one market. You know, the market might be defined as digital marketers, and that can be a lot of different people, but it's still solving one problem for one group. Mm. So with these people that you typically work with, I'm thinking of somebody that perhaps was not raised in an entrepreneurial family and they have no idea about business and they have no what you could call skills or experience in business. And then there's this other group of people that perhaps know a lot about business or they study or they, they've, they've been in maybe some formal education around business or whatever it might be, but perhaps they don't have the capacity to have goals that big, or they don't, they haven't thought that big. Like I can, I can make a million. Do, do you find yourself with a larger audience of people that need skills and they need knowledge or they need the motivation and the encouragement that, Hey, you can, you can reach this level. You just need some, you know, a little pat on the butt, if you will. Yeah, that's a great question. Well, I think that the, it's different for different levels. So in my five and primarily six figure people that I work with, uh, the programs that I've created for them this year are, are group programs. I seldom have a six-figure person as a private client. I've designed that for seven and eight-figure people, and that's a very different group of problems. So if we we're talking about like the six-figure, they've gotten to that hundred thousand. Uh, that's typically the kind of people you know that I like to bring into groups. Mm. I find that typically they're not actually missing skills, like the like they don't have let's call it a gift. They have a gift. They may not know how to package it. They may not know how to get it out there. But here's what I found is consistent. The people who really progress have some common characteristics that I've started to hone and I go, okay, this person has a high probability of success. One is that they're resilient. We're mm -hmm. all gonna fall down. We're all gonna skim our knees. But do you get up or do you lay down there and cry for three weeks, right? So resilient people tend to do much better as entrepreneurs. They're resourceful. They got a problem and they start thinking, oh, well, I'm not exactly sure who to go, go to, so let's Google that or let's start looking around. So they're resourceful. And I'm thinking of a client I've had, she's about to get to seven figures and um, she has a PhD in an area that's not business. 
And she kept telling me, she kept, and yet she was making several hundred thousand a year. And I go, she goes, I'm, I don't really know anything about business. And I said, you have one of the most important skills. You're one of the most resourceful people I've ever met. Because no matter what happened, she would go figure out how to find a client. Mm. And if that didn't work, she'd try something else. So you've, you've got to be resilient and you've got to be res resourceful. And then the third thing that I found, and if you're listening, you can kind of just ask, ask yourself, is this me? And if you've got these characteristics, and I can, get, I can help you get to that million pretty quick. Um, the third one is that you're naturally driven. I mean, here I was, look at me, I grew up poor, and at five, I'm declaring I'm going to be a millionaire. Got there, by the way, at 25. And um, I was driven. Nothing was going to stop me at all. And people who are, and another way of saying driven is persistent. So you're driven, and that leads you to be persistent. You're just going to keep moving forward, and you're not going to let everything that knocks you down. Because, folks, I've been knocked down. I've almost gone bankrupt. You know, I move into the to the four-story home, I get the Mercedes, the next year I almost go bankrupt because we have a recession and I had to get creative and I had to go to the bank and go, hey, do you want all my equipment or should we renegotiate all my loans? What do you think? And they said, oh, I think we can renegotiate your <laughs> loans. And I said, do you think we could just pay interest only for a year? Because I think that would work a lot better in my situation. And that's what we did, right? So that's, um, those three characteristics are really critical. But then you, you start looking at, learning the basics of business. So I think you have to learn that, but I work in mindset and strategy and execution, but my primary focus is mindset and then strategy. And the reason I've ended up doing that, because I'm skilled in all those areas, but I kept asking what really makes the biggest difference? Because my bailiwick is that I like to help people who want to uplift humanity, want to make this a more conscious world, want to find ways that we can all win together, that we can live at a higher level, that we can stop polluting the earth and actually have water to drink. You know, that's where I live. And I want to help people who want to play big. So I look out there and I go, what is the way to get from where you are today to the next level the quickest? And it's, and as I go, you may need to redo your marketing funnel. Absolutely, that may be true. But if you don't up-level your identity, you will create the same level marketing funnel. It'll just be different. But when you up-level your identity and increase your vision of who you are, what's possible for you, all of a sudden you see the world in a different way. You see the world in terms of new opportunities that a week ago you didn't see. So I focus on opening people's minds and getting them from what I call a high performer to a limitless performer where they're deeply shifted into an, an ever, ever increasing more limitlessness. It's not, a, it's not a, you get to the limitless place, it's that limitless is forever more limitless, it's expansive. And so I like to help people expand their identity, their shift their beliefs in not just the abundance, but limitless abundance, change their foundational personal reality to be uh, focused on more possibilities. And I go, you know, it's really interesting, Scott. I like to get things down to simple understandings because then everybody can, you know, everybody goes, oh, yeah, that's true. I go, inside, you've got two buckets. You've got your, your uh, impossibility button, bucket, and you've got your possibility bucket. 
Now, you don't even have to analyze this very long. All the stuff you're already creating right now today is in your possibility bucket. Everything else is in your impossibility bucket. And my job is to help you move the impossibility over to the possibility and start manifesting it and creating different results. That's why people stay at the same level stuck for years after years. And I help to get them unstuck because I help them shift those folders inside to a new place. And then all of a sudden, oh, it is possible for me to call 10 people today. And I'm going, yeah, absolutely. And 10 tomorrow as well. And there'll be yeah. another 10 on, on Thursday as well, right? But if that's impossible, they're never going to do it. You've mentioned, and uh, you know, it's kind of the theme of your entire business now, but and you've mentioned it several times in this podcast, the word conscious millionaire, or the phrase, I guess, uh, conscious right. millionaire. What is a conscious millionaire? What does that mean to you? Well, it actually means three things. Um, first, it means awareness about how life works, how business works, what your customers want. So there's an awareness piece. The second one is, I think of conscious as, as a higher consciousness or a visionary. If you think of a visionary leader, they're higher conscious. They're looking for ways that the world can win at higher levels. Every composer, Steve Jobs, you know, I have my, my, um, my iPhone. He didn't, he didn't go do focus groups. He's connecting to a higher level of consciousness and creating this idea for this thing that we call an iPhone, that is, I say, I, I rarely make a call on. I, it's my internet phone. <laughs> that, yeah. That's what it really is, right? <laughs> it's a place that I have a lot of apps, but the phone isn't the really the big reason I own it. Um, <laughs> and then the third part kind of connects to that, and that's about pure social consciousness. So building businesses that have a conscious impact, and those are the kind that I most enjoy working with, where it's like they're solving problems that are social, and take humanity to a, uplifts it to a new level, spans the possibilities for humanity. And that's why right now I'm focused a lot on technology and my own personal studies. I, I joined Peter Diamandis' group because I'm really focused on how I expand my own mind and consciousness about what's possible by combining technology with the other things that I'm doing to rapidly expand Conscious Millionaire and reach more people and take them to a higher place faster. I love speed and I love expansion. I love taking people to places they haven't been. And it, it's a journey of, of a conscious expansion. In my classic uh, interview style, I like to ask one final question, but to prepare for that question, I want to preface that you have had, I need you to say the exact number. I think it's over 2,200. It might be even 2,300 different episodes uh, of your podcast. Well, actually over 3,100. 31. Um, yeah, I've developed nine podcasts on a network called Conscious Millionaire Network. Currently, I have three in production. Um, most of them have run for two or three years, and I just had said what I wanted to say. Uh, I had one on health. I had one on coaches. I had one on millionaire entrepreneurs. I've had uh, one on marketers. I had a lot of the world's top marketers for two years. And now I melded those into my six-day-a-week original show, Conscious Millionaire Show. But by doing all those different shows, I've actually had over 3,100 episodes. In, we're in our eighth year of production. So, the, so that's even more than what I was thinking. But in, in talking to in a ton of those podcasts, you're talking to uh, 
very successful entrepreneurs and authors and different people like that. And you also have a lot of experience yourself in business and um, different things that you've done in your career. So in my final question, I like to ask if you could boil it all down. So this would be a lot for you to do, I guess. But um, if you could boil down all the things that you've learned in business and had to help someone with one piece of advice to better their business, what would that be? There was one clear answer that came as you were asking that, Scott. And it's, the you know, when I, a couple of weeks ago, I was actually contemplating this exact question, probably preparing for the show and didn't know it. And um, I said, why do people produce such little results? And I'm going, well, it's clearly not their intelligence or their education or their natural skill set. That's not what's going on. They think little thoughts. And when you think little thoughts, you get little results. And not only do you get little results, the kind of problems you're concerned about are little problems. So my answer would be, think big, expansive thoughts. That is the fastest way you will shift your mind into a much higher level of results and productivity and impact in the world and money in your bank account. And JV, thank you so much for being on. Um, if you are interested in the first million masterclass, I will have the link to that in the notes and you can uh, access it there. Thank you so much for being on today. Yeah, so I'd love it. And I'll just give out that link again. It's actually V, it's V first million masterclass. It's 90 minutes. It's going to be live. It's going to be interactive. You're going to learn a great deal. And most of all, you're going to begin a transformational shift to go to your next level financially, whatever that is. It might be 100 or 250 or 500, or maybe, maybe this is the year that you're ready to get to that first million or above. Uh, and do it in a way that's aligned with your deeper purpose. Because to me, that's what's really critical, Scott, is we all have a purpose for being on this planet. And it's bringing that purpose into our business, not keeping life purpose and business separate, but integrating them. And that really is the underlying uh, process of conscious millionaires, bringing your purpose into your business, integrating it into the vision, the impact you make, and then learning how to do that in a way that's going to make you money. Hey, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Better Business Podcast with me, your host, Steve Cook. You know, starting or growing a business is hard work, so I hope that today's advice made it just a little bit easier for you. We'll be sharing more about this exact topic all this week on my social platforms. You can find me on Instagram, LinkedIn, TikTok, or if you would like to get a, a personalized blog post from me on this topic, you can join my email list and I will send you an email once a week. You can check the show notes to subscribe to that or find me on my website, whatever's easier for you. Now get out there and go grow a better business with this advice from today's Real Pros. Thank you for listening. <laughs>